Without further ado! That's what the game's all about. All of a sudden you feel like you can't miss. Welcome to Buckets, the fancy basketball podcast on the Action Network presented by Prize Picks. It's your boy Dan Titus here, joined with Adam Coffer. We just came off a five-game Christmas slate. It's pretty cool to watch football and basketball on the same day. That's pretty rare, got to feel like. Uh, but what were your thoughts overall, man? How was your holiday and uh, what do you think of the games? Holiday was fantastic. Uh, like you said, NFL and NBA going on the same day. Actually super stressful to try to figure out your fantasy football playoff lineups and try to watch NBA and manage all the COVID stuff at the same time. Kind of a stressful day. I mean, it was a lot of fun too. Had some good uh, Christmas day games. Giannis was obviously back. So that was good to see. Lakers got some struggles. Uh, LeBron's still cooking. He's been good from a fantasy perspective, but all in all, holiday season has been great. Looking forward to the new year. Sure. Yeah. And we got uh since we obviously record this on Sundays, man, we got a ton of injury stuff to update, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Just want to give a quick rundown of everything we saw on Christmas. Kemba Walker got a triple double. And uh, no, we were, <laughs> we were definitely those guys that were saying Kemba's ass. He's not useful, but in a COVID climate, Kemba Walker is just the type of guy you need to rush to the waiver wires to get. He's been balling ever since he's returned to the rotation and news came out that Derek Rose is going to be missing upwards of six weeks with his ankle injury. So it looks like Kemba Walker is going to be a mainstay from now on, especially after putting up the numbers that he has as of late. Yeah. Can we explain, like, I, I really, I really don't understand what happened here. Kemba Walker is out of the rotation completely. It takes a Derrick Rose injury. Derrick Rose. I mean, Derrick Rose has been good, but Derrick Rose has been in the league for what, 15 years. Been a while. How does it take a Derrick Rose injury to get Kemba Walker minutes after they, you know, bring him to New York? I just don't, I just don't understand. And then he puts up top 20 value. Value well, and he's gonna keep. He's gonna continue doing that as long as you know a couple guys are missing from the from the Knicks roster. But they're still running ten deep, and Kemba's still in the starting lineup. And as long as he's in the starting lineup, he's like showing Tom Thibodeau that you know he deserves to be there, right. uh, and he's he needs to be rostered everywhere right now, especially while Derrick Rose is out. Hundred percent. And yeah, Julius Randle had a good game, twenty five and twelve. But I think that's what you expect with your when you're going up against a Hawks front court that is just depleted right now. And word just came out today that uh, John Collins is going to be out with health and safety protocols. Onyeka Kongu is going to be out as well. So, I mean, the Hawks didn't look very good. And that's obvious because, you know, Trey Young's also not there. And so it looks like it's going to be the Cam Reddish show. But what big man are you looking to pick up? Looks like it's going to be a Gorgie Jang type of situation. Yeah. Guess what? Lance to make him dance, baby. Lance Stevenson. Played 12 minutes on Christmas. They need like some some sort of like bigger presence. I mean, he's not a big man, but like who else they got? I mean, Gorgie Jang's gonna step up in the starting lineup. Cam Reddish is obviously gonna see a lot of minutes. DeLon Wright's gonna be a fantasy darling as long as all these people are out. Good call. He used to cook back on the Kings, these monster lines. He did the same thing on Christmas. Uh Skyler Mays coming off the bench looks okay. But as long as DeLon Wright's starting, I mean he he needs to be rostered every league until Trey Young's back. Yeah, DeLon Wright's got at least four rebounds in his last three games. He's averaging well over 34 minutes per contest. So, yeah, while Trey Young's out, DeLon Wright is certainly the pickup that you want to get. Uh, three steals in his last contest. Definitely getting out some dimes, too, averaging uh, just about four and a half over his last three. So, yeah, DeLon Wright, you, couldn't, you, could, do, uh, you could do worse there. So let's go to the next game that we had. We had the, uh, the Boston Celtics going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. This was probably one of the more competitive games on the slate, mainly because uh, Giannis, just down the stretch, man, second half, the dude just went off. It's just great to see Giannis back, man. He's a beast. And on the other side of the ball, I'm getting kind of concerned about Jason Tatum. 
from a scoring perspective, when Jalen Brown is in the lineup, his field goal percentage drops to 37% in 19 games that he's played with Jalen Brown this season. I, the Celtics aren't that good. And, you know, Dennis Schroeder's out with health and safety protocols. If you want to pick up somebody, Peyton Pritchard might be a good guy to scoop up in the short term. But do you think there's any chance that Tatum and Brown somehow, one of the, one of the two, probably Brown, gets traded at some point this season? Yeah, they're like, well, I don't know if it's this season, but they're like they're essentially the same player. Yeah, and Jalen Brown's like taking a step up uh, from from Jason Tatum and set, kind of like separate himself a little bit, and it's been to Tatum's detriment. It doesn't look like a first round pick at all this season. You know, shooting only forty one percent, and his assist numbers are are down almost a full assist per game, uh, under four per game. So yeah, I mean, Jalen Brown's kind of cannibalizing, and then yeah, like like you said, lots of Celtics in the protocols. Peyton Pritchard had sixteen five and five on Christmas coming off the bench because they only had eight guys playing. So, yeah, he needs to be rostered, especially with the Celtics having four games this coming week. And on the Bucks side of the ball, Bobby Portis looks like a really good sell high at the moment, right? He came off the bench uh, on Christmas, and he had been starting with Giannis out, with Chris Middleton out, and he's still kind of balled off the bench. I think he had like 16 and five or something like that, and maybe a steal and a block. But he's a guy that has been producing very admirably the last you know month or so that you could probably look to move now that he's not going to see as many minutes with a healthy uh, Bucks roster. Good point. Yeah, DeMarcus Cousins somehow became fantasy relevant for a week. Yeah. That, that, that's, yeah. that's certainly uh, that he, he could safely be dropped now that Giannis is back. But yeah, I think uh, Grayson Allen had a nice run too. But now with uh, the backcourt getting healthy now, I think he's also right. Too many high usage guys in Milwaukee, just like just yeah. like when the Lakers are fully healthy, when it's LeBron, AD, and Russ, nobody else is fantasy relevant. When Drew Middleton and Giannis are healthy, nobody else is fantasy relevant, essentially. Facts. Before we talked about the Lakers, the Warriors, Suns, that was a good game. We finally saw Steph Curry go off on Christmas, came into, into Christmas Day only averaging 13 points over the course of his uh, career. And then he drops a 30, 30 spot and he didn't shoot particularly well. But the one thing that really stood out to me is how valuable Gary Payton, the second is for the Warriors, man. And it just came out that Draymond Green is in health and safety protocols. So who's going to pick up the slack in the interim here? I think we could see Gary Payton, the second really be a, a nice pickup for fantasy managers looking for he does it all. I think, yeah. I think what Mike Breen called him was Mr. Ubiquitous, which was, I think was a really interesting nickname, but uh, the dude's legit. I think you have to, I think you have to look at Juan Toscano Anderson, uh, you know, all, all joking aside, right? He's nobody mirrors what Draymond does, but Juan Toscano Anderson's got uh, an eye for cutters and he, he can sort of handle that role while Draymond's out. You know, he's, he can pick up five, six assists per game, essentially in a starter role. And right now in the front court, it's only Kavon Looney. You can't roll out Otto Porter power forward, I don't think. So <laughs> he, had, I mean, he had probably easily the best game of the season. I mean, that dude was torching. He just got hot late, but uh, yeah, yeah, you figure, yeah. you figure it's going to be more. He'll probably start. Yeah, you figure it's going to be a little bit more Bielitsa and uh, J and JTA. Now Gary Payton the third, third, second, second. He still has the appeal. Now the Warriors only play three games next week, so so sort of understand. Uh, if Gary Payton is going to be starting, if he's not, he might not be. A, he might not be the best streamer option. I'd rather have. I actually, I'd rather have like a Peyton Pritchard, you know, guy who plays four games next week. But you know, see if he's starting. If he's starting, he's worth the pickup. Yeah, I think he's going to be starting just because Wiggins is still in the protocols. I think that's that was the original spot that he took. So, but Clay's but Clay's yeah. going to come back in time. He's not back yet, though. When is he coming back? He's supposed to come back for Christmas. Yeah, he was. 
I mean, I haven't seen reports that he's he's been given the the full go ahead, even for like a minutes restriction type of thing. So, I mean, if this we are recording this on Sunday, so if something drops on on Monday and Clay Thompson's flown there. I mean, he should have already been picked up, even if he was in the IL spot. Like, you just can't you can't have a guy with so much talent there sitting on waivers. Um, but yeah, let's go to the Lakers. The Lakers are trash. I don't know how else to say it, man. <laughs> Russell Westbrook is just complete garbage. Like it's it's going beyond the fantasy realm now like we've already been fading him during the nba and triple doubles but that's about all you get the inefficiency and the turnovers with him is just bleeding over into real life basketball and it's ugly to watch man like he just doesn't have the explosion that he used to he tried to go up for a, a dunk with his left hand but nick claxton just met him at the rim challenged him couldn't even get the ball up and you see lebron in the corner with his hands up like yo what are you doing pass me the ball i got 34 points super weird i don't know russell westbrook sucks he doesn't have any help Taylor Horton Tucker is still probably the guy you want to pick up. He has the most opportunity in terms of starting and with all the injuries that they have. Did uh, did anybody see LeBron playing 38 minutes a game? Like, what the he hell is to. going on? He like, literally what? has to. AD he's 10, literally, man. he's literally like, how, how old is LeBron James? Like 36, 37, 37. Yeah. I have no idea how this man plays 37 minutes a game. And in his, <laughs> in his last, last time six, you played 37 minutes, dude, Nick? <laughs> 37 minutes a game, dude, I played like, I play like 10 minutes and I'd be winded as yes. all hell. <laughs> he's playing, he's averaging 39 and five over his last six games. He's got four straight 30 point games. Just carrying this team to loss after loss after loss. <laughs> they're under but we told you, we, man, that's but crazy. we, hey, yeah. from a fantasy perspective, though, right? He's not in the health and safety protocols yet. We told you weeks and weeks ago that this might be a good buy low opportunity for Le- on LeBron. He's taking yeah. full advantage without Anthony Davis out. And he looks like by far the biggest beneficiary of AD being on the sidelines. Yeah, that's facts. Uh, and on the other side of the ball, we got the Brooklyn Nets, man. James Harden finally looks like he's he's out of his funk. He came out of protocols, dropped 30, 10 assists. Man, he, he just he just went off. And, you know, there's not much talent around him in, on the Brooklyn Nets right now because everyone's in protocols. But Nick Claxton looked really good. And I think he's a, he's a guy that you might want to look up if you're looking for a big man. Uh, he showed his versatility in terms of not only playing around the rim, he can he can catch lobs. He protects the rim pretty well. So, you know, I think he's a big man you could target over like a Blake Griffin um, while LaMarcus Aldridge is still out along with Paul Millsap. Final game of the night was the Jazz and the Mavs. Man, this game was awful. No Luka. Porzingis played. Jazz are pretty much at, at full strength right now. And it just seemed like it was just a lot of the refs just wanted to call a lot of fouls in that game. Really, really kind of boring game just in terms of production. But uh, yeah, no, no real takeaways from that one. Jalen Brunson continues to, to uh, command the offense there with Luca out. But it looks like Luca should be making a return as early as this week. Um, other than that, there, there's not many fantasy relevant players on the Mavs right now. Your boy Jalen Brunson looks like a top like 40 player this season. Yeah, I mean, he's in a contract year, so I think he's he's certainly playing for that next contract for sure. And it just so happens that, you know, Luca's Luca's been out for so long and he's reaping the benefits. He's averaging nine assists in his last seven games. He's got 20 plus points in three of his last five games. Looks the part without Luca there for sure. Yeah, it's a good thing we li- people listen to this podcast because... Uh, I've been touting Mr. Brunson for a while now. It's definitely it's definitely because 
you went to Sixers camp and Rick Bronson showed up and put on a put on a put on like a passing and free throw shooting clinic. Yeah, I, def- I definitely saw Rick Brunson probably like three times in the course of Rick. Months. Rick Brunson was was the guy who showed up at every Sixers camp, just like Jimmy Rollins was the yeah. guy uh, who signed a hundred baseballs on on the uh, first baseline every time I went to a Phillies game. Yeah, Jimmy Rollins was always the homie. Yeah. Um. All right, man. So let's get into some late the latest injuries and protocols stuff. It's a lot. Start at the top. Paul George has a torn UCL. That's a isn't that one of those things that usually requires Tommy John surgery for baseball players and tennis players? That's your yeah, but it's handled differently for for basketball, I think, because you're not right. throwing 95 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah, but it's on his shooting arm, so I mean, it's you're talking about your J, you know? Yeah, like, that's that's here's gonna be here's the problem. Here's the problem with that: the Clippers don't look very good. There's no Kawhi. He's not and back now. Right. That's what I'm saying. And and the Clippers said we will reevaluate him in three to four weeks. Like it's it's po- it's definitely possible they shut him down. Probably more likely than not, because, yeah, the, the words the, how you just read that will reevaluate him in four weeks. To me, like, I don't see how you play with a torn a torn ligament in your yeah. elbow. It doesn't. Uh, so, it it he, doesn't say he's, he's coming been, back. Yeah, yeah. He came back for one game. He didn't shoot very well. He's been shooting poorly over the course of the season just because he's had this issue. That's kind of been escalating from it would start out as like a, you know, strain to a sprain to now, you know, now is going to be missing significant time. So looks like Luke Kennard is is going to be in the mix for a while. Nick Batum as well. I think he's another guy that you could pick up. And uh, looks like uh, Terrence Mann is also going to be a mainstay here as well. In the beginning of the season, we were touting Nick Batum and we were talking about if he's a buy low, sell high, hold. I think I said he was a hold, but it wasn't looking like he was. It was a good call until Paul George went down. Nick Batum yeah. is a smash. Terrence Mann's a smash. Luke Kennard needs to be rostered on every team. Actually, uh, I would say most of the Clippers right now need to be rostered just because they got to go to somebody. Somebody's got to eat up the usage. Even Eric Bledsoe should be rostered. Yeah, and they got. I mean, if we're talking, you know, weekly streams here, they got four games this week. Um, so yeah, I, I think you definitely need to be looking at those. We need to pray to the fantasy basketball gods that Isaiah Hartenstein's ankle can re- can heal up because he keeps missing games. He's been ruled out. I think he's ruled out Sunday as well when we're doing this podcast. Uh, he needs to come back, man. They got they got four games next week. He could be a smash next week. Uh, so we need, him, we need him back in the worst way. Now, whoever thought we were going to be talking about Isaiah Hartenstein as this fantasy god. We were talking about so many bums here. So uh, many bums. Uh, what's the guy on What's the guy on the Orlando Magic? Uh, like Neville Longbottom or something. No, uh, Dude, I don't even know who half these names are. I swear. Like, it's crazy. Because they, they just they were in the G League or they're like taking like chartered flights from the G League locations in like St. Louis and like, you know, <laughs> Colorado Springs. And <laughs> it's crazy, man. Like if you can keep up this season with the NBA, like congrats, man, because <laughs> it's 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 tough sledding out there. Who is Davidus Savitas? <laughs> He was just signed sounds like Demonis. It sounds like Demonis Sabonis's cousin. <laughs> he was just signed to a ten a ten day contract to, for Detroit because they're going through a COVID mess. But yeah, like these are the types of guys we're having to but talk about. You might you might want to pick that guy up because like like you said, like they might only play eight guys. But be careful. I was going to tell you to pick up Frank Jackson. Problem is the Pistons only played yeah. two games next week, and one of the exactly. games on the on the heaviest slate. So you probably shouldn't pick up Frank Jackson, even though he looks like the pickup, and he's going to be trending on Yahoo. Because the Pistons have nobody right now. You know, yeah. Killian Hayes is out, Saban Lee's out. Uh, Cade Cunningham's out. Cade Cunningham's out. Man, they got nobody besides Frank Jackson who's going to put up like 35 a game. But again, they only play two games next, this week. Right. And uh, big news for you, fantasy-wise. I mean, lucky me, I had Paul George as well. So we both got screwed this week. But uh, DeJounte Murray's also in protocols. It's going to be a significant boost to Derek White. 
Um, I, I could see him just being the, the engine of this offense. Now, we've been telling you for a while, pick up Devin Vassell. I think he's, he's a logical pickup to get some more minutes as the sixth man. Um, but I think we're going to co- probably see this more so spread amongst their their main players. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Yaka Pertle even got more assists here in, in DeJounte Murray's absence. Yeah, Derek, Derek White's going to see the biggest uptake in value, just like LeBron sees it when AD's off the floor. Just, I mean, DeJounte Murray's kind of the engine that runs that offense. So when he's out, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be White. But like you said, Vassal, probably a pickup. Lonnie Walker is going to see more opportunities as well to handle the ball. Um, Doug McDermott's role doesn't really change. He's more of a three-point shooter, but... Yeah, he's rosterable if you're looking for guys who shoots threes. Outside of that, I don't see anybody else uh, on the Spurs necessarily worth picking up. Yeah, I think we might see Josh Primo. Maybe he'll enter the rotation. But yeah, he's had a couple of good stock games. But other than that, he's just too inconsistent and volatile. Next guy that got ruled out, Lonzo Ball. He's got health and safety protocols as well as head coach Billy Donovan. Um, So that sucks. Ball is now the 11th player to enter protocols this month for the Bulls. I think this could be a good time for Kobe White, who's already had COVID, uh, to to kind of get some more playing time. He could be a guy that's picking up as well as Javante Green, who's kind of subbed in for Zach Levine as he's been out. But I think Zach Levine should be coming out of protocols this week. Um, And obviously, DeMar DeRozan is out. So Vucevic is still out there. I think we're going to see much of Lonzo Ball's usage pretty much go to those main guys in in Levine, DeRozan, and, and Vucevic. But you still can get some some sneaky minutes out of Kobe White and Javante Green if you need to. Yeah, and the Bulls haven't uh, they dealt with some some COVID issues, right? Didn't they have a couple of postponements there in Chicago? Last week they did, yeah. Yeah, so they haven't they and, haven't, and they they haven't played so also out too. So yeah, they haven't played in about a week. So we'll see what what their roster looks like here. But yeah, like you said, it should go to uh, most of it should go to DeRozan and Vucevic. Um, Javante Green probably starts. Kobe White. The issue with Kobe White is always his shooting, but he's going to have a lot of opportunity, I think. So he's worth a look if you want just some counting stats. Yeah, agreed. Bulls have four games this week. Assuming there's no postponements, you know, they could be another streaming team for you to target. And uh, the next guy, <laughs> just like just running down the list here, Kyle Lowry has been ruled out with, with health and safety protocols. But the good news is for the Miami Heat fans, shout out to Alex Burns. I know you've probably been sweating this one. Looks like Jimmy Butler is going to be returned to the lineup. No, I feel like that's not a surprise, right? Like Kyle Lowry, the, the point guard goes down guess what? Jimmy's magically ready to play again. Um, So I think that his usage is probably going to be spread out between him and Tyler Hero. Looks like on Sunday, Tyler Hero got ejected for two techs. So uh, maybe we'll see more Gabe Vincent for the time being for Sunday night. But dude, as we're talking, like you said, Tyler Hero got ejected. He had eight assists in 19 minutes with, with, with Lowry out. Like, man, like, love, love me some Tyler Hero. Yeah, of course, Jimmy Butler magically gets healthy when, when Kyle Lowry goes down. Uh, he wasn't needed with Lowry, obviously. Like, he's just kind of resting his tailbone, it seemed like. I don't know exactly what was, what was up with him. He tried to come back too early uh, a few weeks ago and then missed some more time. But Omer, you're seven. My guy. Right. He's, uh, he's going to be a double-double machine. As a starter, he already is. He had he had ten re- on Sunday night. He had already ten rebounds in the first half. Like give him the, the, roster Dwayne, him roster him Dwayne, everywhere. Dwayne, Dwayne Deadman is dead now. Dwayne Dwayne is a Dwayne is a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Dwayne is a dead man. Their seven is is certainly shown uh, right now. He is the big to own. It's just crazy his numbers over the last several games, man. He's gotten at least 10 rebounds in five straight. Uh, he's got 14 and 13 as we speak right now. So yeah, he's going to, this guy's going to put up numbers. Doesn't really do too much in the stocks category, but I mean, he's pretty much a guaranteed double-double if he's seen, you know, anywhere close to 25 to 30 minutes. Miami plays four games. It's perfect. Deadman's going to be out for likely those four games. Bam's not back yet. Bam's going to be out another few weeks, at least probably, yeah, a couple weeks, a few weeks. 
So yeah, yeah. your seven definitely smash pickup. Uh, run to your waiver wire right now to see if he's still there. Draymond Green also in the protocols. We talked about that. Miles Bridges just got the alert. He is now in health and safety protocols. Got to imagine that's going to be a boost to the Gordon Haywards and the Kelly Oubre's of the world. Is there any deep guys that you may want to go for? Jalen McDaniels. Um, that late breaking like news that. while we're, while we're recording this podcast. That Miles Bridges is in protocols. Yeah. Yeah, it happened like literally ten minutes ago. But yeah, guys, yeah. you're looking at, you know, Kelly Oubre is going to see, see an uptick. Is he in the protocols? I'm not even sure. I don't think no, he, he is. He's not. not okay. Yet. So, so, so right. Not yet. I think he, he was smashing with, uh, with uh, LaMelo out uh, a few yeah. weeks ago, but he, he's going to see an uptick. Jalen McDaniels may enter the starting lineup, but he, uh, even if he's off the bench, he should see an uptick in, in production too with Miles Bridges out. Miles Bridges is, a, is kind of a high usage guy. So there's going to be some, some guys that benefit with his absence. And uh, it looks like De'Aaron Fox is back, which is good news for Sacramento Kings, fantasy managers. Wonder how what this does for Tyrese Halliburton. I mean, this guy was, was absolutely a monster last week over the course of the time that De'Aaron Fox was out of the lineup, man. He was putting up top 30 uh, numbers. And uh, no surprise, man, he was averaging 20 and 10 over the course of the uh, of the last week. And uh, just an absolute beast. So, yeah, love Halliburton, the efficiency, the assist numbers, the stocks, love everything Halliburton does. I I don't I mean, it's going to affect his assist numbers probably a little bit. Maybe some of the scoring that'll probably drop a little bit. But I mean, if if you want to take this opportunity to to try to go get Tyrese Halliburton off somebody because they think the Aaron Fox coming back is going to make a difference, you know, by all means, uh, see if you can go scoop him up. Yeah. Um, and then it looks like CJ McCollum, good news out of uh, Portland. Looks like he'll be reevaluated next week. All reports are that he's 100% healed from his collapsed lung injury. So that that's good news. That sounded probably a lot worse than it was, but uh, looks like he's going to be making a return to the court. Good news for all those managers that that are rostering him. All right, let's get some schedule stuff. Uh, we talked about a few teams that are that have four games next week. There are a total of 15 teams that have four games next week. And then you have 13 teams that will play three games. And then the ones that you want to avoid for streaming purposes, playing only two games is Detroit, the Pelicans and the Sixers. Um, so yeah, let's just get to the waivers, man. We talked about quite a few names right now. You know, we, we mentioned t- plenty of guards in Camp Reddish, Kobe White, Javante Green, uh, Gabe Vincent, Peyton Pritchard. I think with the Minnesota also going through some COVID things, you may want to look at Malik Beasley. D'Angelo Russell is in protocols as well as Anthony Edwards and Pat Beverly. So there's like no guards left in Minnesota. Yeah. And also uh, Carl Anthony Towns in the protocols. So uh, Nas Reed, definitely worth a pickup. Jaden McDaniels, probably worth a pickup as well. And then another guy I like is Denny Avdia. Uh, Washington recently said that he's going to remain on the floor and he's looking like a guy who can put up put up some nice stat lines. So they had high hopes for him in Washington. We haven't really heard heard much of him, but he's been he's been coming on a little bit of late. So he's a guy uh, you might want to look at. Yeah, because Bradley Beals in health and safety protocols and also believe Rui Hachimura has yet to return to the lineup. So, yeah, I think Denny Avita seen close to 30 minutes. I've uh, been playing well as of late and, and certainly worth a pickup. And then uh, for Sacramento, also, you've got uh, Chamezi Metu, who's playing really good. But Marvin Bagley is supposed to come back Sunday. So that might that might put a little bit of a dent in him. But um, he's at least coming off the bench and can provide you with some with some nice stats and, and Sacramento plays uh, four games I believe this week yeah so they do uh, take a look and see what see what the the Kings did on Sunday see if you should go get Marvin Bagley or Chamezi Metu and then some other guys Caleb Martin <laughs> came out of the protocols though so that's good he's he's yeah like, oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. actually Caleb Martin deserved definitely 
worthy of a pickup. He, he came off the bench for the Heat tonight. We'll say he's going to see about 30 minutes, but he could fill it up. But both the Martin brothers, that, that's another guy who could, I don't even know if he's in the protocols, yeah. Cody Martin, yeah, but he's another guy with, with Miles Bridges out that could pick up some minutes. Definitely. That will do it for the week 11 look ahead. Make sure to check out actionnetwork.com for the fantasy forecast with myself and Joe Delira. We'll just be giving you a summary of what we talked about on this podcast in addition to some other player props that might be of interest next week. And also make sure you guys download the Action Network app if you haven't tell some of our experts to get some cash and Spotify now allows you to rate and review. So if you wouldn't mind, please go to Spotify, drop us a review. If you like the content, if you guys have been using our information to win you some weeks, we'd certainly appreciate it. And yeah, Adam Koffler on Twitter, hit me up at Dan Titus and we'll see you next week. Until then, let's get buckets.